Welcome back to Let's Go On An Adventure. It's been a minute, and for that I apologize. I've been incredibly busy with this uh, business, uh, getting things set up and getting into a rhythm of everything, making sure we have enough people hired and all that kind of stuff. It is left for very little time for free time, getting stuff ready for the holidays, or really even sleeping. It's been fun. But I'm back, and I got a book review for you guys. Um... And it is one that I have talked about uh, for Halloween. I know I'm a little late on that one. We had some issues with our book club. And again, not the only one who's busy. Everyone's been busy getting ready for the holidays. Now that we're in November, Thanksgiving is like next week, guys. Like, holy cow. Like, time is going by so fast. It's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, again, thank you all for who've been sticking around for my podcast. I really do appreciate it. And I have plenty 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 more uh books that i'm going to be going through with things being sped up as well as slowing down in certain areas i will have more time to read more time to be able to sit down focus and be able to be like all right i'm reading for 30 minutes today or i'm reading for an hour today and (laughs) let's let's not joke around we know i don't put a time limit that's just silly but anyways uh so the book review i got for you guys today is long live the pumpkin queen If you're wondering why this kind of sounds a little bit familiar, it is because it is a take as a sequel of Nightmare Before Christmas. However, whereas Nightmare Before Christmas was solely focused more on Jack and Jack trying to steal Christmas, even though that's not what he was trying to do, but that's what he inevitably did. um, This one is more focused on Sally. Now, if you're not familiar with Nightmare Before Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas was a movie that came back, I think came out, uh, I believe, in the late 90s. For that was one of the claymation Tim Burton style movies such as Beetlejuice or Frank and Weenie, Corpse Bride, all done by Tim Burton. All fabulous movies, by the way. Pretty good. If you like the creepy kind of claymation type of movies, because not everyone's into that, but it because it does it is. It's really kind of weird and creepy and all that kind of stuff. But they're good stories. Anyways, I digress. So Long Live the Pumpkin Queen takes place after the nightmare before christmas and it's when she and jack get married crazy right like that's that's definitely not a couple that you would expect you know for marriage and stuff like that but that's exactly what happens now it is her journey through becoming the pumpkin queen because she's the first ever pumpkin queen first ever now we don't have a whole lot of history of uh halloween town of jack of how he became the pumpkin king and everything like that there's plenty of stories or theories and everything um some theorize that the that jack was actually you know the grinch you know who died and zero the ghost puppy is you know max and they become the pumpkin king and you know ghost dog others believe that it goes even further than that from like Frankenweenie the kid and you know the dog that Frankenweenie is actually you know uh zero and all that kind of stuff the corpse sprite just it all builds up now Tim Burton I don't think has ever actually come out to actually say that yeah that is true that this is how the storyline goes but fans have plenty of theories on how this is all kind of just set up and become and have happened 
Now, this is a YA book. Very YA. And by very YA, I mean it is an incredibly easy read. Um, it's very easy to get into. Very, as an adult for that has read a lot, if I sat down and read it, I could have it probably done within six hours most. At most. I don't think I would need more time than that. It's it's that easy of a read. It's about 22 chapters, and each chapter is like maybe four pages. Maybe five. It's, it's pretty short. Now, I had my disappointments with this book. Don't get me wrong. But we're going we're gonna to wait and stay off of that. This is going to contain spoilers. So if you do plan on reading it, I'm going to kind of ruin it a bit here for you. There was some twists and turns about this book that I absolutely adored. Um... And then kind of was disappointed within, but whatever. So anyways, back to what I was saying. It's after the fact they get married. And if you've seen the movie, you know that Halloween Town and Christmas Town are not the only worlds that there are. There's this little grove that has, you know, these trees. And each tree has a different holiday. St. Patrick's Day. You see Thanksgiving. You see Easter. And each one is its own little world, its own little town, like Halloween Town like Christmas Town. It's its own little thing. For their honeymoon, they visit Valentine Valentine's Town. I don't remember exactly what it what they called it. Valentino, I don't know. <laughs> they go there, you know, first time Sally's ever gone through the worlds at this point. Jack has explained that he's actually traveled all of these worlds, so he knows what's in there. Um which is kind of interesting to me, but or at least that's how it she seems. To feel that you know he's actually done all this before therefore uh, he, he already knows what's doing when he's really only been to Christmas Town and has been back and forth to Christmas Town after apologizing to Santa Claus and all that kind of stuff they meet the essentially queen of Valentine Town uh, as opposed to having a governor they have a queen just like they have you know the pumpkin king and they have Santa Claus for Christmas Town and she seems to be a very rambunctious uh, robust lady and Sally gets a little intimidated because this is her first time seeing a queen and since she now has that title it, it intimidates her a little bit in in herself and everything like that but finds that you know the the queen of of the town is actually quite nice quite jovial and they spend their honeymoon now their honeymoon is literally 24 hours they they don't take much time for a honeymoon their their honeymoon is a day um, and part of that is because it is so close to, uh, not Christmas, so close to Halloween, they have to get set up and everything like that. And because Jack is the pumpkin king, he is in charge of all that. So is Sally now. And she isn't exactly ready for those responsibilities. When they get back, the first thing that is done is, uh, the prince vampire and the witches and everything, like, take her upstairs and they're trying to dress her in a gown and a crown of feathers and she is getting absolutely overwhelmed, isn't liking this. It's, it seems like they are trying to change her who she is and she's just a ragdoll. Just a ragdoll. She's not this, you know, uh princessy queenly like person and she's trying to explain this to jack and jack for his credit is trying to understand while also being distracted by the governor who's claiming his attention for halloween and getting plans together but he he seems to like understands like this isn't you maybe less well, we'll go we'll, we'll go less royal and regal we'll go more of you know a casual look but i'll have to come back because i'm i need to help with this kind of thing because she is completely overwhelmed, she essentially runs because uh, Mr. Prince Vampire and the three witches are trying to essentially find her 
and redress her and all these ruffles and all this silk and all this chiffon and all this stuff that is not her that she probably has never heard of. And she's just like, yeah, nope, I'm out of here. And she finds herself past the graveyard and actually past the original trees where she finds another one that looks like there's a door to, but there's so many vines and like thorns wrapped around it. And she's like, well, what's this? You know, always, always seems to be the wrong words in, in this world is saying, what's this? <laughs> so she moves all the way and there's a crescent moon on the door. And so she opens it and she gets this overwhelming sense of, you know, being tired and everything. She essentially passes out, wakes up, sees the door still open, so she shuts it. Now, can anyone else already get what, what, where this is going to? Like, what, what, what may have be happening from here? If not, allow me to explain some more. She realizes it's almost essentially evening and needs to get back home. She's, Jack must be worried about her. Only as she's going through Halloween Town, seems like everyone seems to be asleep. Everyone's asleep. Why is everyone asleep? And she finds sand, white sand, on them everywhere. So if you didn't figure it out now, I can't tell. I, I can't help you. You just have to continue reading the book. But essentially, this is now her journey to figure out why everyone is asleep and how she can save them. And she's scared already because now this is her type of responsibility is when these types of things happen, it is her and Jack's responsibility. Jack's passed out too. Jack can't do anything. He is literally in a dead sleep. She's the only one awake. She's the only one who can save anyone. She's the only one who can save Halloween Town. And she's absolutely terrified. Because who is she? This patchwork doll who was an experiment by Dr. Finkelstein. But I mean, it's... What is she supposed to do? She doesn't know how to be a queen. She doesn't know how to do anything. In all actuality, she really doesn't. She does know how to make potions, though. She knows how to make, you know, poisons and everything. Because she poisoned the, you know, good old doctor a few times. But... It's, it's her travel through it and trying to figure things out. Now, there was a couple of twists that, you know, you learn through this, the story. Um, like, she's not the only ragdoll, which would make her possibly not an experiment. But I'm not going to go further in there. Um, we also learned that... That, uh... Yeah, Jack can actually sleep like a log, apparently, <laughs> when he's been dusted. Uh, but every everyone's asleep and she finds that everyone in every single world, including the human world, is just covered in the sand and asleep. And she's got to figure out how she's going to save everybody. One thing I will say that I did like about this is there was a lot of uh, self-reflection and a lot of just anxiety that you can kind of feel yourself as adults, as, you know, teenagers, as whoever is listening, children... That we feel on a day-to-day -day basis that is hard. When it comes to big decisions, there's that anxiety of, you know, uh, am I making the right choice? Can I do this? Uh, can, can I make it this way? Uh, there's a lot of uh, self-discovery. And I find that great when it comes to be 
comes to YA books because a lot of times we don't find our self-discovery until we're adults and it would have been so much easier if we had started when we were we were teenagers when we were children when we were starting to actually learn about ourselves and everything and for some of us it's not you know because we didn't have the chance it was because it was taken away from us and for others it wasn't even that that was taken away it just they weren't shown how to and there's nothing wrong with that i'm not attacking anyone um i'm more of speaking about myself more than anything uh, it's just how life goes sometimes and i know as an adult who has had to go through rediscovery of themselves a few times now it's it's scary because you're wondering is this actually me is this who i truly am is this how i should do things and how i should live life and in YA books, I feel like that's actually a really important and great aspect to have in YA books because it shows you can go through that at any time, whether it's being a child, whether it's a teenager, whether it's an adult, whether it's an old lady or an old man. I mean, we go through self-discovery throughout our lives, and it's great to see that in a YA book. The author, who is Sarah and Shaw or Earnshaw. I think that's how you say her name. I'm not con I'm not sure. I apologize, ma'am, if I am completely messing up your name. But Shea Ernshaw uh, has some great writing style when it comes to imagery. When it comes to imagery, she's very descriptive. She definitely paints a picture. And that's fantastic. That is a very important, important aspect of writing that can be so hard to get down. I've read a few books where I, was, I, I lost interest because... I couldn't picture what they were trying to describe their the way they pictured things it just it wasn't wasn't what I could understand or wasn't what I was picturing because there wasn't enough to go off of it was very very mild very not very colorful and by colorful I don't mean exactly like you know oh I didn't see a lot of pinks I didn't see a lot of yellows or whatever by colorful I mean there was not enough imagery there to fill out the picture. It was like seeing the sketching of a painting as opposed to the full painting when it's finished. And she does very well in making sure you see that full painting page by page and everything. Uh, I was, however, disappointed with the ending. Uh, I will say that... I feel like, one, she missed an opportunity to have multiple books in this series and to continue it along um, with how she ended it. I also will say that it was just very anticlimactic. And whereas I understand you don't need a, you know, a huge climax at the end of the book, but I mean, the way that, you know, she ends things and how she saves the world, it's, it's just, I don't know, it rubbed, rubbed me wrong in the aspect of how she ended it. I did like the humor. Um, there was humor towards the head when it came to Halloween Town that just kind of made me chuckle. Uh, dark humor, but it, it did. It made, it made me chuckle. But I feel like there was so much more she could do, and I feel like she missed an opportunity of this being a either duology or a trilogy or even a series um, with how she presented certain things. And... That kind of makes me sad. And maybe it wasn't even because she didn't want to. Maybe it's because she wasn't able to get the rights to do more than one book by Disney. Because she did have to get rights uh, to go anywhere further with characters. <clears throat> Excuse me. With any characters that are created by Disney. And this was a Disney movie. So, um, 
but that it, it was an opportunity lost and that kind of that kind of made me sad because even though I didn't like how this ended the way that there was opportunity, if she had continued with that opportunity, I would keep reading this as a series or a trilogy um, just because it was kind of entertaining and it was such an easy read and it made it, the way she writes was so descriptive that that is what kept me intrigued in the story. Um, that's what it kept me intrigued in the book. Like I said, the ending was, was kind of lackluster. I liked the twist that she had in there in the middle of things when Sally goes into the, um, the world that she opened and learns some things. What I, I really wish that she had made that twist a little darker, um, where she could have made that reality into a dark reality, but that's just me. And yes, I know I'm being very ambiguous because I don't want to spoil one of the biggest twists in the storyline for anyone who actually wants to read this. I don't like to spoil books uh, as much as I love to talk about them and love to give every detail as possible. I don't want to spoil it for those who actually want to read it because then it makes it less likely for them to actually go and read it. So if you're looking for a quick, easy read that is very descriptive, this is a good book. If you're wanting something that has a great climactic ending, uh, then I would say this isn't a good book. Because uh, there's not. There's not a climactic ending at all. Like I said, it was actually kind of lackluster. However, that doesn't make it a terrible book. The follow-through all the way up to the end was actually done quite well. Um, and like I said, she paints a picture. It's really hard to find authors that are very descriptive like she is. And so, I mean... You can't falter on that. You can't. Uh, if I if I were to rate this out of you know five stars, I probably would would give it a three, a good middle, um, a, a good solid three, a good middle. It, it was the end that really just kind of made me go, ah, so much build up for so little. <laughs> but it was a good story. It was a decent story. So if you're wanting something quick and easy to read, this is a decent one. Um, it's great for kids in all honesty. Uh, and by kids, I'm not saying like eight year olds. I'm saying for, you know, the young adult crowd between, I would say 11 and 14. It's a good, simple read. It has a lot of self-realization and like I said, uh, learning of oneself and such. And that's definitely something that, uh, I did absolutely love about it. This is a new author. As far as I can tell, I couldn't find much more outside of this by her. Um, that doesn't mean that I missed some stuff. So, uh, and this did come out this year. It was released in October. So it is a very new book. That is it for this time, guys. I have more that I will be doing. Hopefully I'm going to, I'm not going to say next week. I'm going to say in two weeks. Um, just because this week I have a bunch of orders I got to get ready for. And next week is going to be Thanksgiving, but I should have one by, by Sunday of next week. Um, or in two weeks after Thanksgiving, uh, I'm going to do my very, very best. My podcast is being sponsored by Popcorn Northwest, uh, gourmet popcorn of the Northwest of the Eastern side of Washington for all your gourmet popcorn needs. We have some wonderful, wonderful flavors. Um, look us up on Facebook. We'll be getting our site going here soon. Great opportunity for gifts, tins and such like that. 
um, and great deals. So thank you everyone again who's been listening. Thank you for following me and not letting go and not giving up on me. I truly appreciate that. And for all of you new listeners, thank you for listening along. And I hope to have way more for you to actually enjoy. And I do hope that this raid brings you onto your next adventure. Have a good one, guys.